0: The Vinekeeper, Bible Podcast, Guyana, South America, the land of many waters. My name is Rick Walker. Herod was almost 70 years old, and he came down with a horrible, horrible disease. It caused him a lot of suffering. It was nasty really nasty, and it would end in his death in his palace in Jericho. But Herod's murderous life is not yet over. Even in this condition, he is still putting people to death, and even plotting to have innocent people executed after his death. Most people soften up as they see death approaching. But not Herod. Herod was wicked to the very end. He killed rabbis. He killed his oldest son, Antipater. He gathered the leading families of Judea into the Hippodrome and ordered that they be executed all because of the celebrations surrounding his demise. People were ready for Herod to be gone, and he was ready to take a lot of people with him. Herod had a lot of sons, and all of those sons would like to be the next king. The oldest was Antipater, Antipater was a wicked man like his father. It was because of his lies about his brothers Alexander and Aristobulus that Herod had them strangled. So Antipater got them out of the way, and he worked on the other brothers as well. But Antipater was getting impatient. He complained to his mother that his hair was getting gray and that he might even die before Herod. So Antipater came up with a plan. They would poison Herod with a special potion that had been brought up from Egypt. But Herod discovered the plot after torturing some people about another murder. And he was even able to get the poison. Herod had the evidence. This is the beginning of the end for King Herod. During this very time, Herod came down with some kind of disease. It would grow worse and worse as time went by. Some days were better than others, but his life was in decline. Well, Antipater was put on trial and during the trial, the poison was brought out as evidence. So Antipater was condemned to death with the approval of Rome. Every time Herod put these people to death, he had to get permission from Rome. His wife, the I, his sons, Alexander and Aristobulus, and now his oldest son, Antipater. It takes a while for letters to go to Rome and for a response to come back. So Antipater was left in prison to be dealt with later. And then Herod's disease got worse. When people began to hear about Herod's condition, they began to take matters into their own hands. Earlier, Herod had angered the Jews by placing a large golden eagle over the gate to the temple. It was a very expensive eagle. He knew that it would anger the Jews. In the first place, it was a carved image. Deuteronomy 4, verses 16 and 17 Forbids the Jews to make images of any shape, like a man or woman or an animal or a bird that flies in the air. Well, an eagle is exactly that. And Herod has put it over the gate of the temple. This is a problem. And secondly, it is an eagle. The eagle was the symbol of Rome. Placing an eagle over the entrance to the temple declares that Rome has authority over the Jews. And the Jews were not happy about that. Well, there were two rabbis, Matthias and Judas. And Matthias and Judas were very, very respected in Jerusalem. They knew that Herod was sick. People were even saying that Herod was dying. These two rabbis made speeches to their disciples about the eagle. Their young disciples lowered themselves down to the top of the temple gate, and they tore down the eagle, and they broke it into pieces. And they did it in the middle of the day, while the temple was full of worshipers. Well, Herod was not happy. And he had the two rabbis and the men who destroyed the eagle sent to Jericho. And they were burned alive. The others were executed. There were about forty men altogether. Before this is over, 3,000 more people will die. And then Herod's disease got worse. The wise men, the men who were supposed to know about such things, said it was punishment for burning the rabbis. Herod itched all over. He had convulsions, he could not breathe, his stomach was full of ulcers, and the smell of his breath was sickening, his private parts were decaying and had worms. It is just sickening, and they were trying to heal him. He was taken across the Jordan River to have hot baths. That did not help. He was bathed in warm oil. And that did not help. His eyesight was failing. At one point, they even thought he had died. But when his servants wailed, he revived. This is a terrible way to die. And then he was taken to Jericho, and he started preparing for death. Herod knew that when he died, there would be great celebrations. He called his sister Salome and her husband. He said, I know that when I die, the people will hold a great feast people are going to be so happy. And he knew that people would mourn his death, but they would do it in a mocking kind of way. Oh, poor Herod. Oh, he's dead. Oh, no. What are we going to do? (laughs) I don't know what we're going to do. I am so sad. He knew that People were going to do that. And so he came up with a plan. He ordered that all the leaders of Judea come to Jericho. And they did. These are the leading families. And he had them go to the Hippodrome. A Hippodrome is a stadium for racing horses. He gave orders to his soldiers to keep everyone in the Hippodrome. When he died, they were to go and kill everyone. In that way, all of Judea would be in mourning. No one is going to be laughing. No one is going to be celebrating. When he dies, he is going to take a lot of people with him. And then he received his letter from Rome about Antipater. He could execute him, or he could send him into exile. It was Herod's choice to make. And then Herod's disease got worse. His pain was unbearable. He had a knife that he used to cut pieces of apple. One day, he took the knife, and he raised it up to kill himself. But his cousin grabbed him by the arm and saved his life. Well, Antipater is in prison, and he thinks that Herod has actually killed himself. And he is filled with happiness and hope. Antipater is excited. Maybe he can become king after all. He tries to bribe the jailer with money. If Antipater can get out of jail and take the throne, he can reward the jailer. So what did the jailer do? He went and told Herod. He went and told Herod. Antipater is celebrating. He wants to be let out of prison. He offered me money. And so Herod ordered his men to go and execute Antipater. Five days later, Herod died at the age of 71. If Antipater had been patient just a few more months... He very well may have been the next king. But he just could not wait. He plotted to poison his father instead. Salome went to the Hippodrome and told all the people that Herod had changed his mind. They were free to go. She then gathered the people into the amphitheater and read Herod's will. Archelaus would be the king over Judea, and Samaria, and Idumea. Antipas would get Galilee and Perea, and Philip II would get Trachonitis. Herod was buried in Herodium, his desert palace, and God is his judge. After the seven days of official mourning had ended, Archelaus addressed the people in the temple. The crowds told Archelaus they wanted him to lower taxes and they wanted people released from prison. And food was too expensive because of tariffs. They wanted him to take care of all of those things, and he didn't seem to have a problem with any of that. Then they remembered the rabbis and the men who destroyed the eagle over the temple. Herod had the rabbis and others burned alive. The crowds demanded that those who did this be punished. That was something Archelaus was not willing to do. So the people began protesting every day. Archelaus tried to calm the people down, but over time the crowd grew larger and more demanding. And as the Passover drew near, the crowd grew larger and larger. The protesters were in the temple and drawing a lot of attention, until finally Archelaus sent his men into the temple during the Passover and killed 3,000 protesters. Yes, Herod was gone, but now they would have to deal with Archelaus. Where is Jesus in all of this? He is safe in Egypt. Matthew 2 and verse 19 is where an angel appeared to Joseph. And the angel said they were to come back because those who were trying to kill Jesus were dead. That would be Herod. And, scholars think, Antipater. The angel did not say, he who was trying to kill Jesus is dead. But those who were trying to kill Jesus are dead. Apparently, Herod wasn't the only one who tried to kill Jesus. Antipater may have also been involved in that. But now Antipater and Herod are both dead. And Matthew goes on to say in the next verse that when Joseph heard that Archelaus was the new ruler, he was afraid to go. And that is why he took his family to Galilee. Do you understand why he went to Nazareth? I understand. Archelaus was a terrible ruler. He began his reign by killing 3,000 people in the temple. And just a very, very short time later, the Romans sent Syrian soldiers to Jerusalem About other problems. And they crucified another 2,000 Jews. 5,000 people are dead. And Archelaus has not even been confirmed by Rome as the new ruler. These were dangerous times and Judea would not be a good place to raise Jesus. By 6 AD, the Jews and Samaritans both went to Rome at the same time and petitioned to have Archelaus removed from office. And he was... Maybe the only time that the Jews and Samaritans ever agreed on anything. So Joseph took his family to Galilee, and Jesus grew up in Nazareth.